These are the Padawan Transmissions. Hello, I'm Tiffany. I'm Sarah, and we're going to talk about Star Wars and, you know, clones. Are they attacking? Uh, not yet, not yet, but soon, <laughs> next episode. Well, I guess. Yeah. I guess they attack. Yeah. So welcome to episode 10. Today we are going to continue our episode two, <laughs> Attack of the Clones episodes. Let's get started. Where do we leave off? Anakin doesn't like sand. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I don't blame him. I don't care for it either. It's not great. It's great in theory. It looks nice. You it think it's everywhere. And it's gritty. Yeah. 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 So let's um let's talk about this because this was jam-packed full well, of fun. You here, here before we start, I told, I told Tiffany. I was like, let's just let me be a thousand percent honest. So like when I did my notes for like the first 45, I continued watching it. Mm-hmm. So I like kind of remembered because I've only ever seen this movie. Um, so I think I've only seen this movie, honestly, like one or two times in its entirety. Maybe more. I don't know. Like in a sit down? Yeah. And um, with watching it, like I wanted to rewatch it. So I like remembered what happened. Like all the way. Yeah. yeah. And then I did it again, doing my notes this time um, where I like kept watching it. And I did my notes, like did my commentary. And then I like looked and I thought, I'm like, I literally don't know what happened. Because I feel like a lot of people say like, this is like. Like, nothing really happens in this movie, and I kind of agree. What? For real? But, like, what happened? I mean, we're going to talk about it, but, like, that's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of this, is to talk about what happened. Mm. But, like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I guess I'm just mean. Anyways, so we know they start smooching. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, like, a long smooch. And then, sh- but I wrote first. I liked this. First, there was intense staring, then some kissing, and then Padme's like, "We shouldn't have done that." She's it like, was very Hagrid esque. Yes, I can't. I was the two times I watched that scene within the last couple of weeks. I was like, "She's Hagrid." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're s- shot back to Camino, yeah, uh, where there are babies in tubes. It's very, it's all very um, futuristic yeah. uh, type. Whenever you watch movies about that, yeah. like the future, it's always like tubes. Babies and, and tubes. Everything's white. It's yeah. always white in yeah, the it's future. It's always very bright. Why? I don't know. I don't I like think, it. Well, I think that like, they think that like everything's going to be like. Perfect. Perfect and yeah. clean. And Pristine. like, that's what like a lot of, but like having white like that can be very headache inducing. I mean, at least for humans. I don't know about way too bright for me. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, you know, walking through with, uh, Obi, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, Obi, you could just call him Ben. They're like, edu- that close. Oh, okay. <laughs> the clones are educated in combat. Yeah. Their growth yes. is accelerated. Yeah. And they're totally obedient. Um, Their genes have been modified to do that, to be less independent. And that creeps me out. Yes. Well, so like, okay. So they're also saying like, you know, clones are superior to droids, which like, eh. Not R2. I mean, but like, (laughs) okay. And this is just me being dumb. But like later on, when we see stormtroopers, are they clones too? I thought they were. Because, well, like, here's my thing. Not in Lost Stars, they're not. If you go back to that book. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I feel like they get shot. Both droids 
and stormtroopers and whatnot, they all get shot down very easily. Okay. Stormtroopers were modeled on the clone troopers who fought for the Galactic Republic during the Clone Wars. At the dawn of the Galactic Empire, the first generation of stormtroopers consisted of clone soldiers who served the Galactic Republic during the Clone Wars. So. They're modeled after. That doesn't mean that they... And their leader is Sheev Palpatine. So right now, yeah. Right? This is the Galactic Empire. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, it just seems like, I don't know, it's like one of those blanket statements where, like, clones are superior to droids. And I'm not saying that they aren't, but, like, when you're saying, I feel like you're, like, setting things up for failure. Also saying, like, they're totally obedient. One, that's foreshadowing Order 66, but also makes you think, like, if you've been watching Bad Batch, it starts, like, right there. Um, mind you, only, like, one or two episodes has been out, but, We're like... We're not going to spoil it, because no, I have No, no. That's all, like, that's literally in the first ten minutes of the first episode, but, like, that makes sense, because they're clones. Like, you hear that, and they're called the Bad Batch, because... I actually know who the Bad Batch are, because I've watched, a f- like, four or five episodes of the last season of... Oh, of uh, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I knew who they were um, when that was announced, but I haven't finished. So it's supposed to pick up, yeah, right, right after that. Yeah, okay. I think I think so, pretty much. It literally in the first ten minutes, Order sixty six is put into effect. Mm. Um, and if you don't know what that is, that's the order to kill all the Jedi because they're like, oh, they're betraying, they've betrayed or for treason because they betrayed or whatever, tried to kill. Um, Palpatine, Senator Palpatine, Supreme Chancellor. Is that his name? Is Supreme Chancellor? Supreme Chancellor. Um, so yeah, and then they, we find out that Django Fett, who mm-hmm. like we've known because we know who he is, yeah, is a bounty hunter, but he's the original host. The OG. Um, and things that we find out, not only is he getting a lot of money, uh, mm-hmm. but it won't matter because he dies later in this movie. Mm. Um, but he also has asked for an unaltered clone for himself. A son. A son. Um, who is not totally obedient, correct? Like, that's what they've changed. And then growth serum, he did not get it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that's Boba, Mm -hmm. you originally see in the original trilogy. Right. Um, Can we talk about the field? The field? We're not there yet. But I got to talk about it. Well, hold on. Obviously, Obi-Wan wants to meet the guy. And I I like... Seeing all the clones like marching together. I don't know why I like seeing that. I think it's just the organization. And like it makes me think of like, and maybe it's just because I've seen the other movies and I know that they're not on the good side. They're on, well, I shouldn't say that because they don't know any better. They're just doing what they're told. But um, you always view that as like the dark side or like the Senate or whatever, you know? They've got all their troops in a line, and, like, we we know this, but they don't know this yet. Anyways, we could talk about the romantic picnic for two. I just think it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right word. It's, like, over the top, um, like, trying like to show, trophy. yeah, like, yeah. trying to show this relationship, and, you know, they're talking about their loves and Paolo's talked about and Anakin's all mad. He, I can't get the, the signs for him being just not okay are just so written out so perfectly. And it's like, 
he's he's he scares me well and like the thing is like he's suffering and because the jedi are taught to like basically not feel feelings it's shut down yeah so he it doesn't end well when like Mm -hmm. if if he sat down and he really delved into his feelings and like talked about like whatever Mm -hmm. um things might have been different it's just he just creeps me out like he absolutely scares me and and even if i didn't know what he was to like become it would still creep me out so he he like talks about how he's like oh you know i only like two or three politicians ha 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 and he basically tells her that you know politicians should be working for the people and padme tries to say like yeah that's what we're trying to do it's just that people don't always agree on on what's best mm-hmm. and then anakin goes well people should be be made to agree yeah and i literally wrote him like i'm not fond of how that sounds so she you goes know? so you so you like a dictatorship and he's like yeah but then he there's like a long pause and then he like acts like he he goes you know i wouldn't tease a senator or whatever he says and it's like but i don't think that like you're you, teasing yeah <laughs> like um no because then he was like talking because he was like people should be made to and then she was like asking about like well are you going to be the one enforcing and he goes well not me but like somebody else but realistically like you do then enforce palpatine slash sidious yeah later on so you do yeah you do anakin are you listening to me oh gosh and then he's like riding on the butts of these giant animals (laughs) And he gets hurt, and then they're, like, laughing and, like, rolling around on the ground. Well, like, yeah. So, it's just it's just super, in my opinion, like, one, it's such a juxtaposition from what um, Obi-Wan is doing on Kamino, where it's, like, it's dark, it's rainy, it's mm-hmm. stormy, that whole planet's like a water planet, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, he's on a mission where, like, he's on edge, where realistically... <laughs> Anakin should be more on alert because just because they're in the middle of what looks like paradise doesn't mean that someone can't find Padme because she's wanted dead. And, right. You know, at this point in time, more people are trying to kill her. The, the like, Viceroy says, uh, Newt Gunray says that he, like, wants her head on yeah. his desk. Like, literally says that. It's like, so, okay. like, you should be a little bit more on, on, on guard with what you're doing. But, of course, you're, like, star-crossed lovers and there's that whole But he's ready of, like, to take the trials. Ugh. Anyways, these, these giant butted animals are called Shaq. Shiak. It's how H-A-A-K. They're herd animals, tan in color, and rotund in shape. <laughs> Roaming grassy fields of Naboo race for their meat. They're like cows, I guess. I don't know. Both the Gungans and the Naboo sherp herders herd them for their own use. <laughs> so, yeah. Very cool. Sure. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I think it's because of like these scenes that it's just like, I don't necessarily need a love story in my Star Wars story, if I'm being honest. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta we gotta know how we get Luke and Leia, though. Yeah, but like, do we have to have all these like scenes like this? Like, we know. I think they want to show like his epic downfall and that he was able to love, and that's why he ended up like showing love for Luke, I guess, in the very, very last mm. couple of seconds before, you know, reactor shaft mm. things happen. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, it's just not not something I need in my Star Wars movie. But the, if it's a story, Star Wars is a story about, about family, so um, you're, you're going to have to have it. 
I don't know. She's not my cup of tea. Which is fine. Well, it's, it's here, so. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> but we know that these are not movies I really, these are not the ones I like. You know what I mean? Um, I am well aware. I am well aware. So now, back on Camino, it's a lot of back and forth because, like, really, the two guys, Obi-Wan's here, um, Anakin's on Naboo. So, Tanwi is the Kaminoian. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. That's like kind of showing, has been showing Obi-Wan around. So, mm-hmm. she introduces him to Django and Boba Fett. Um, there's a lot of tension in the room. Ooh, it is thick. We see in the little room that Django just had been in, that's, that's like his armor. Yeah, he like closes there. the door real quick. Yeah, he has Boba. Boba. Close the door. But here's some things we learned. Yes, he was just on a trip because Tanwi's like, oh, how was your trip? Oh, my God. I love when always one was like anywhere in your corset. Yeah. It's uh, And I said, yeah, he's trying to kill Padme. Um, and Obi-Wan, they both know, like, they both know that this is, like, you know, why Obi-Wan is really here kind of thing because yeah. neither one of them are dumb. So, like, Obi-Wan knows this is his dude, and he even asks, like Tiffany said, about Coruscant. He's like, oh, like... Do you do you, how do you have business there? And he's like, nah, what are you talking about? And he's like, so he brings up Sifo-Dyas, and the guy's like, no, I've never heard of him. And he said, with and this got me confused until I actually thought about it for a second mm-hmm. because I was thinking, I'm like, no, like New Gunray is the one that wanted Padme dead, and she's the one that hired him to kill Padme. Mm-hmm. But he was recruited by. How do you say the Tyrannus? Tyrannus. Tyrannus yeah. on Bodego. Oh, that's not what that says at all. That's really not. Bogodan. <laughs> Bodego. <AKA>, I know. <laughs> I'm like putting words together. Um, that's boop. Oh. It's Buku. <laughs> yeah, it is Count Buku. Oh, that's what happens when you record and you're tired. Uh, Dooku is the one. That's that's him. Like I, he, I had to look that up because I don't remember him being called Darth Tyrannus. So the only reason I know this is because at the end of the movie, when he's talking to little Palpy, little Sidious, that's what he calls him. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Another Darth. Yes. So Darth Tyrannus, a.k.a. Dooku, is the one that recruited him to be the original host. Because I was trying to think, like, I know that, like, both Dooku and Palpatine slash Sidious, like, they, those men are Sith Lords now, right? Mm. Um, and, which is interesting, though, because, like, uh, I thought there's, like, the rule of two, and then, like, but is there really? Because, like, you have... You had Darth Maul. So there's Darth Sidious, there's Darth Maul, there's Darth Tyrannus, there's going to be... I feel like... Is that just Dooku, something they say? I feel like Dooku's like just like another... He calls him Master, though. I think, they, I think they call each other Master and Apprentice. Palpatine and Dooku? I could be totally lying, but I'm pretty sure he did call him Master. I don't know about the Apprentice part. I don't remember, but... I watched it yesterday. So who are you remember. saying the, the two... Are you saying now Dooku's the two instead of Darth Maul? But like, because Darth Maul's dead. But Dooku has been like on the darker side, anyways, right for years. Maybe so he like, just wasn't the number two. Uh, it just, I just don't know if I believe in the rule of two. Like, I don't think I think that's something they just say. Do you think that's just like like Jedi Council stuff? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know where I was going with it. Oh, so I was like thinking clouded. to myself, like. They're both on the same side, but they're fighting against each other. So, like, how does that... Because, like, he's right now, 
running the separatists? Are they just trying to get like, I don't, I don't get it. If I'm being honest, you don't get what? So like Duke is running the separatist movement basically. And he's getting all of those people on his side and he's got the droids that they're going to battle, but he's also with Darth Sidious and Darth Sidious is the one that's like going to get the Senate under his control. Cause he really does have the Senate under his control Yeah, and he's going to have all of the clone troopers under his control especially by the end of movie three right uh-huh. so like i just maybe it's just because i haven't seen three in a while of like how they come together because like they're both on the same side yet they're still fighting they're not they're not working against each other though i know they're not working against each other but they're doing things that's that- be- so so think of it this way um so how i view it is is like um Let's equate it to Harry Potter, okay? So Umbridge is working out in the open, right? She's at the Ministry of Magic. She's not a Death Eater per se, but she's working for that movement. So, like, she's out in the open doing things, and Voldemort's behind the scenes doing things. So, like, Palpatine's out in the open doing things kind of secretively and showing people that it's like, no, this is great for you. And... Dooku's behind the scenes doing like the dirty work per se. Does that make any kind of sense? Yeah. So they're 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 working towards the same goal, but just Palpatine's not getting his hands dirty. But like how does how does that equate to like the the literal battle in this movie like where I don't know, I haven't seen the end in a while. Cuz it's like the the clones cuz like they're trying, I don't know. Let's just talk about this. Okay. Okay. We'll be fine. Anyways, going back to I don't know, whatever we were talking about, that um, Jango Fett was hired by Tyrannus, a.k.a. Dooku, to be the original host for these clones. Um, And as you can tell, and I said at least I can, they both know who the other one is and, like, that obviously, like, he is the bounty hunter that the Jedi are looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Another obvious thing, Jango's like, dude, once they all leave, he's like, Boa, we're leaving. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like, we're going to get the hell out of Kamino. Bye. Cutting back to Naboo, and I don't know. This I just was not a super fond of this scene either with Padme and Anakin. The they're pair. Ha- they're having a lovely dinner for two, but like she just has a pear on her plate that he, <laughs> that he then uses the force to like bring the pear to him and then he cuts it. But like let's talk about this. Cause do you think the pear was real? Because it sliced a little too easily. And then when she ate it, I'm like, I don't think you're really eating anything. I think you're fake eating a pear and they put it in the movie. In my opinion, it's, I don't know if that it's, is. It's digital if you if you watch it. Because, like, I watched it in my office where I'm very close to TV. It's I'm not hating on anybody. It's not well done. Um, and it's clearly not real. So <laughs> you're right. It is not a real pear. But I'm glad that you had concern about it. It just is like aggravating. Whatever. And he's like, oh, master would kill me if I was doing yeah. this. Like, why does it matter, though, if he was showing off his use of the force? Like, does it really matter that much? Like, maybe they're not supposed to be showy. I don't well, know. Well, probably. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Um, but then after dinner, Ooh, buddy. post dinner, they're going to have some more Sex, chatting. Sexy outfits and, a, and fires. And a romantic setting. And obviously, Anakin feels that he needs to speak his truth. I have his whole he speech right here. He opens his whole heart open. I want to read and it. And he tells, tells 
pen me how he feels. I want to read it to Go you. Go ahead and read I, it. To I me. literally copied and pasted it because it, it's too chock full of scariness not to read. <laughs> so he goes into this speech. I said it's really creepy and controlling to me. Even I said again, even if I don't know his fate, like this is a lot to take in. And I think that it's because he's forced all the time, no pun intended, to shut his feelings down and to not feel things. So he says, from the moment I met you all those years ago, not a day has gone by when I haven't thought of you. That line was fine. His delivery terrifies me. (laughs) And now that I'm with you again, I'm in agony. The closer I get to you, the worse it gets. The thought of not being with you... I can't breathe. I'm haunted by the kiss that you should have never given me. My heart is beating, hoping that kiss will not become a scar. You are in my very soul, tormenting me. What can I do? I will do anything you ask. If you are suffering as much as I am, please tell me. Padme says, I can't. We can't. It's not possible. Anakin says, Anything is possible, Padme. (laughs) Listen to me. If you just believe. (laughs) Padme says. So Padme then says, no, you listen. We live in a real world. Come back to it. You're studying to become a Jedi. I'm a senator. If you follow your thoughts through a conclusion, it will take us to a place we cannot go, regardless of the way we feel about each other. Anakin says. Then you do feel something. Padme says, I will not let you give up your future for me. Anakin says, you're asking me to be rational. That is something I know I cannot do. Believe me, I wish I could just wish my feelings. Wish away my feelings, but I can't. So, yeah. I didn't write a lot on this whole section because I was like, you know, we all know what happens and one, how they feel. Because, you know, obviously he... Just said that he's not being rational. And I was like, well, she's just being more realistic about their situation. And like, it really doesn't matter what their feelings are. Just, mm-hmm. it's not a good idea. And uh, then he talks about like, they basically were like, well, the only way this could be work, could work ish, is if we like had a, ro- had a relationship in secret. Um, and I literally wrote the secret romance trope enters the chat. And then he's like, well, it, but like, can you actually do something like that? Like that, that could destroy like us or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it can. And it will destroy you both. Like, yeah, yeah. you can't live lies like that. That's too, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah. I just think the, 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 he's like obsessed. If what he says is true, which I, I, I think that it probably is like, thinking about her every day, the closer they get together, the worse it gets. Like the thought of not being with her makes him feel like he can't breathe and he's haunted by a kiss. Like that's just, that's not healthy. I wonder if feelings and all of those things, if they were treated differently and how he's been learning for the last 10 years Mm -hmm. were different. If this would be a different conversation, if he was allowed to feel his feelings and be like, Cause at the very beginning when Yoda's like fear basically like leads to this, this and this, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't fear things like, like I think that like you shouldn't let fear control you, but if you're fearful of something like I, and you have to acknowledge it and be like, 
it's okay to be afraid. You just don't want to let it stop you from doing things in general. It's okay to love someone, but it's also not okay to like be obsessed with them and you know, yeah. Kill people. (laughs) Anakin, are you listening to me? I know you listen. Truth. So we're, Cutting back to Obi-Wan, he goes to leave, and before he does that, he um, sends a transmission to Yoda and Mace Windu. He's like, did you authorize a clone army? <laughs> no. Do you think that they just be the one, they just happen to be the two that are like there at the Jedi Council place? Or did the, well or do you think that they just didn't feel like making all the other people? How many of those are computer generated? <laughs> Going to the studio today. You know, I can't be bothered. <laughs> Our budget was cut today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so Yoda's like, blind we are. I said, yeah. Yeah, literally. You can't see so the backside. <laughs> There's a whole sticking planet that got erased from your little records. And, and, you know, you have the audacity to, like, make all these decisions and say that they're even gone for a millennium. Okay. So Yoda tells him that Yoda tells Mace Windu basically because Mace Windu is like, we got to let people know that, that this is going on. And Yoda's like, no, because if we tell people, then we're going to have more enemies and more people are going to be after the Jedi. Is this when they were talking about like their ability to use the forces diminished? Yeah. So like why? Because the Darth, the Darth. Okay, Sarah. Because the dark side is like back and like po- more powerful, like why is it diminished? Well, I think that Mace Windu thinks it's diminished because they couldn't see these things. They couldn't see, you know, the whole dang planet being erased I mean, from records. And okay, so I think that they need to recognize that they are not perfect. Correct. You're not going to see everything. It doesn't mean that your ability to use the Force necessarily has diminished it just means that you know maybe the other side is is using the force in a different kind of way to hide from you yeah you're not the end all be all toughest people in the galaxy yeah you know anywho anakin dreams of his mommy yeah and i think i think these are real well, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, because then he goes on to say, like, that Jedis don't have nightmares. Um, that, right. That's what made me think that it was a vision. Correct. And which is, I said, a dream slash a visit, like a vision, mm. you know, because I, I think that it was more of a, you know, when, when later on, when he finds his mother and then he, you know, does what he does. And Yoda can feel it, maybe because he's connected to his mother, because he does love her and he does miss her. Um, that for her, maybe her as she's laying there, unfortunately dying, all she's thinking about is like her son and maybe like how she misses him and how she wants to, wants to just see him one, one more time. Yes, yeah. And so maybe that's kind of pushing out into the force. Not saying she's force sensitive. I'm just saying maybe this, yeah. and he's missing her as well. And maybe he's thinking about, um, you know, how he does have feelings for Padme and he's thinking like how he would have loved to his mother to have met him and like all of these things are stirring them. So she's really always on the top of his mind, but he also has a feeling like that something's not right. And then he starts having these visions because she's thinking what she's thinking where she's dying and he's 
getting all of that because he is force sensitive. Yeah. So I think it's a vision more so than a dream slash nightmare. For sure. Maybe it's happening when his mind is um, most open Mm -hmm. to receiving um, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so when you're asleep, you know, you're relaxed. And maybe that's why they come uh, during the nighttime. Yeah. And basically he has a conversation with Padme and she's like, I know you're going through something. And he tells her that he has to go and help his mom. And well, like, let's talk about this scene because he's talking about like that his mom, she's like, she's in pain. She's suffering. Like Mm -hmm. she's hurting. And then all around him is just gorgeous views. So it's like he himself guilty is, is feeling all of these things. Mm -hmm. He's feeling guilty. He's feeling sad. He's feeling mad. He obviously like, doesn't want to go because he knows that he's what he's supposed to do. So at this point in time, he's like, am I choosing to do what I'm told because I'm a Jedi or am I going to choose what I think is right for me and for my family? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's hard for him to make that decision. So he's feeling all these feelings and just this nice, I just think the scenery is beautiful. Um, and I like that Padme, like he even says like, she's a calm for him. And he's like, I have to go. And she's like, I'm going with you. Like, yeah, there's no getting out of that. Mm-mm. And I said, as predicted earlier, he's going to break protocol to, you know, go get his mom. True. Yeah. And then, so we're back on rainy island. It's really <laughs> rainy planet. planet. <laughs> um, and obviously Obi-Wan's leaving. So is Django. And obviously they start fighting. I don't know. Hand-to-hand combat. Some shots are fired. Obi-Wan and uh, Django both go over. There's a really comedic line when Obi-Wan realizes that he's still attached to this rope thing. And he says, oh, not good. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Django ends up cutting the line and Obi-Wan falls. But the force is strong. So he manages to hang on. And then Django and Boba both escape. But Obi-Wan manages to attach what I assume is to be a tracking, which yeah. later it's called a homing device to their to their ship. Um, it's interesting that, like, they think that, like, they got him. They didn't. Got, got them later on in about two minutes-ish. I don't know. Uh, they think they got him again, and they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Never underestimate yeah. Ben. And so <laughs> they get the they get the tracking or he gets the homing device on their ship. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back to now um, Anakin, Padme, and R2. They're well, back in Tatooine. Welcome to Tatooine, where the sand is hot and gets everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I'm just realizing that's why he doesn't like sand. Wow, Sarah. Hold on. Is that real? I, I would think about it. Think no, about- I'm, I'm asking, is that real? Uh, is that really the first time you thought about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why would I think I don't sit there and think about why Anakin doesn't really like sand. That isn't like, I know I joke about it a lot, but like, <laughs> I never really thought about it. Yeah, Tiffany. He, he hates tattooing. I get it for sure. <laughs> you think his son also doesn't like sand? There's so many aha moments. <laughs> um, but we see Watto again, who doesn't mm. recognize him right away. Watto looks like he's maybe doing okay. Does he? he? He doesn't seem that way. He has a different outfit on. He's all right. Um, he's I don't really have job. a lot of sympathy for Watto. Um, but we, we find out that uh, he sold Shmi years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the man she sold him to then married her. A moisture farmer. Yes. Lars is his name. Yes. Um, but I think it's funny because like once he realizes, because first he's like, oh, you're a Jedi. I didn't do it. And then he was like, Anakin, little Annie. 
And then he's like, oh, can you help me? I have some deadbeats that owe me money. And the dude's like, I just want to know where my mom is. why would I want to help you? Yeah. Um, and then he, like, doesn't really know exactly where they live. So he's like, oh, it's on the other side of Mall's Isley, um, which just makes me think of the cantina. Mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they go look at the records because they're like, let's chat. Let's figure out where. Yeah. Then it cuts back to um, they're in space. Oh. Django slash Boa. They figure out they're not the same person, but, you know, they're in the ship. They figure out they're being tracked. The Fets. Yes. <laughs> Um, and they use, how did he say it? Systemic, seismic, seismic charges, seismic charges, seismic, which are pretty cool. Talk about a seismic charge. Am I right? And I literally wrote like, whoa, was not expecting that. But again, (laughs) they don't really slow, um, Obi-Wan down. You can't slow him down. Mm -mm. Um, cause they were like pretty powerful. So it says they're devastating. This is from the Wikipedia were devastating weapons that drew sound in from their immediate vicinity and exploded in concussive waves of brilliant blue light, (laughs) shattering everything in their wake. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, Awful lot of uh, meteors and rocks and space stuff. I like that it it goes on to say that, like, we see this, obviously, Jango Fett launched several of them from a deployer aboard his starship Slave One while trying to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi during their dogfight in the asteroid field of, that orbited the planet Geonosis, mm-hmm. which is very close to Genesis. Um, mm-hmm. And you see it later on. They use it in other times. But, like, it just looked cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it sounds... Behind the scenes, it says, sound designer Ben Burt describes the sound of a seismic charge as an audio black hole where the sonic blast follows a moment of silence. Cool. So that's kind of cool. That is really cool. Um, They're flying around. Yeah, you know, fancy flying, whatever. There's rocks in space. Obi-Wan hates flying. Yeah, they got to avoid them. They start shooting. That's literally when Obi-Wan's like, I hate flying. I was really upset when I thought R4 was going to get hurt. Like, really upset. <laughs> I'm really attached to droids. It's because they're, like, cute. They're, like, almost animal in a way where they're just, like, innocent little babies. You know? You know it how- depends on, like, what droid, though. Like, I think I prefer the ones that don't talk. Well, yeah. Rider, rider. Oh, they're so... <laughs> really, like, I watched the first episode of season one of... Um, Clone Wars? Clone Wars. And I was like, I don't... Like, they're not... To me, they're not that funny. And I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this. Yeah. But that's just my... <laughs> just Anyways, me. well... Um, yeah, so, so I, I was happy about that. Yeah, they, again, they think they get Obi-Wan. So here's, he doesn't. here's the thing. Yeah. And you should know this, because this is a game that you've played. I feel like the missile that they, like, sent off to kill Obi-Wan is like a blue turtle shell in Mario Kart. Which one's the blue turtle, the one that's always going to get you? Always going to get first place. So oh, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. so usually if you're around last place, you'll get the blue turtle shell in your items and it just goes until it gets to the first place person and then it blows them up. So I felt like it was like <laughs> following them like the blue turtle shell of Mario Kart. <laughs> so they think they get him and I said, joke's on you. But really though. He's hiding. He waits and he <laughs> follows again. And then he gets to Genosis and says... Pretty much awful lot of Federation ships around yeah. here. It's like something <laughs> seems a little fishy. <laughs> and then we're back on Tatooine. You don't want to talk about the planet or you want to talk about it later? 
Oh, I thought we could talk about it in a little bit. But that's, that's fine. Okay. We can talk about it later. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. okay, let's talk about Anakin. Guess who's back? Back again. C-3PO. Is back. Human cyborg relations. Tell a friend. <laughs> but I was really... We- bless my circuits. Bless my soul. <laughs> CP throw. Nope. 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 You tried. I really did. Didn't, it didn't, didn't come succeed. out right. I am no rapper. Um, we also meet his stepbrother, Owen, mm-hmm. who play who's owen but he also we're gonna see him um obviously not played with the same person Uncle owen. uh he takes in luke i almost say he takes an anakin he takes in luke <laughs> <laughs> and raises him with his wife who at this time is his girlfriend blue milk um but he's played by joel edgerton and i don't know why i feel like i know this actor because like every time i look him up i'm like you're not really in anything that like i've, I've seen but like i know who you are um, How? I don't know, Tiffany. <laughs> okay, why ask He why? was in, like, he pl- he was in Loving. Um, don't know. I never watched Maybe it. he's just got that kind of a face. <laughs> no, but, like, I know his name. Oh, maybe because I watched Kinky Boots. He's in both Star Wars episodes one, or two and three. Um, he was in... Zero Dark Thirty. Did you see that? I did not. That's a popular movie. The Great Gatsby I did watch. He played Tom Buchanan in that. Um, although I don't really remember too much of that movie. And that was the one from um, 2013. Mm. But Loving, he played Richard Loving. That's based on a true story. Red Sparrow, that's with um, Kristen, not Kristen Stewart. Um, mm, he's in a new Ron Howard movie. Jennifer Lawrence is in that movie. Red Sparrow. But anyways, like I just feel like I knew... I feel like I know who Joel Edgerton is, but I, I mean, I maybe I just know him because of this and other, I've never really watched too many of the other things that he's been in. Yeah. But like, I've heard of him. So um, there's a family meeting. Yeah. So we learned that uh, Tuscan Raiders took Shmi on her way home one mm-hmm. day. Um, and while they did send people out, they sent 30. four people. Is that what they said? 30 people. I thought he said 30 people went and only four came back. Oh, I thought they had four people leave. Either way, there were some people that didn't make it back. Um, and like you can see that like her husband, it seems like really upset with himself, mm-hmm. um, because he, um, he's like, if it wasn't for my leg injury, he goes, I would have gone out there, um, and looked for her myself. Yeah. And he's like, but it hasn't healed yet. And he's like upset. Yeah. And I think he's also upset because we learned she's that she's been, been gone a for a month. month and he's yeah. like, she's not. She's like, I'm sure she's dead. And Anakin like refuses he's like, to believe no, it. She's not. He know he said he knows she isn't. So yeah. he knows he's having visions. Yeah. 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 And so obviously he's not convinced, so he's gonna go find her. And he tells Padme, he's like, These people are good people. Stay with them. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, you know, on his journey we see three sons, aka the two in the sky, and then Anakin's also a son. <laughs> Good one. We also see him talking to Jawas for a second. Um, and I literally did not remember what they were called. So I had to go because I remember seeing them on a Mandalorian episode. I had to find out what episode it was. It's like episode like two or three. It is episode two. Yeah. <laughs> season one. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Then I was like trying because it's not, it wasn't like. Because he's got to get the egg. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out like who these, uh, who he was talking to. But That's it funny. looks like he's just chatting with them quickly to be like have you seen anything i'm assuming you don't see anything it's just like a transitioning scene of him like traveling Mm -hmm. to find her yeah and it cuts back yeah to obi-wan so he scopes he's scoping things out on geonosis we can talk about that now the planet 
Um, it's a planet. <laughs> it's referred to as Geonosa by some natives, and it's known as Geosha, um, also known as that. It was a desert home planet of the Geonosins. It was the Confederacy of Independent Systems' first capital and hosted its major battle droid foundries. It was the site of the first battle of Geonosis, the opening conflict of the Clone Wars, which we do see, like, that's this movie, um, as well as subsequent invasion by the Galactic Republic. During and after the war, the Death Star was constructed above the planet. Five years after the conflict's conclusion and the transformation of the Galactic Republic, the Galactic Empire would garrison the planet heavily and attempted to mine the planet's asteroids for minerals. At least five years after the Clone Wars, the Empire moved the Death Star to another construction site and the planet was sterilized by the Empire as a security measure, an act which resulted in the virtual elimination of the planet's native population, which is horrifically sad. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much, you know, we could talk about... It's close to tattooing. It's less than a parsec. We find out a little later on when they're trying to get there. It has a breathable atmosphere, but hot and arid climate. Um, its aerated surface was covered in harsh, rocky deserts marked by messes. It's got rocks and sky that were tinted in shades of red. It's, got, it's water, got rings. Yeah, surface water was scarce, amounting to only 5% of the entire, entire total planetary surface. Yikes. However, Geonosis had frequent flash floods. Um, and it says from space, it could be seen that Geonosis had awe-inspiring rocky rings. The planet was orbited by 15 moons, and four of which were major. Uh, so there you go. There you go. Geonosis, my friends. So Dooku and the Viceroy, they're talking about how they want Padme dead. We can also talk about the fact that we see a factory... Yeah. They're building stuff. Yeah. They, um, it's putting out mass droids. Yeah. We don't know this yet, but yes, they're building droids. Um, and like very quickly, like they're moving assembly line kind of stuff. So there's a meeting going on and we find out that techno union army, the banking clan, the trade federation all want to put together a big army to basically take over the Jedi. Um, and I think this is really when you find out that Newt Gunray is the one that wants Padme dead. Like he says or, he wants her head on his desk. Or, I mean, at this point in time, like I'm wondering if you're like, if watching, if she's, if he's the only one, or if you're thinking like, are there two? Like, does the dark side, or are you linking the two? Like, is he working with the dark side? Because we know that he was working with Palpatine, with um, yeah. Sidious, movie one. Right? So, um, things to think. Yeah. Is it still him? Or is it the dark side? I want to call him the Dark Lord. Mm. Or is it both? Who wants her dead? The Dark Lord. He wants her hat on a platter, basically. Yes. Yeah. All right. Sadness. Yeah. Basically, they've got... Um, if those guys in that room join the Separatist movement, they're going to have 10,000 more systems that will join them, is what Dooku's saying. He's like, our army's large. We're going to overwhelm the Jedi and force the Republic to concede to their demands. Like, but like, you really don't need to because y'all are working together, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so back on Tatooine, Sadness, Anakin finds Sadness. the camp. He's spying on the raiders. He finds mm-hmm. his mother. She's alive. 
just barely. Mm-hmm. She ends up dying in his arms. Her last breath is basically telling him. She's trying to say, I love you. Yeah. And she, and like, she doesn't can't really get, get it out. Doesn't really get the whole word out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's happy that she gets to see him like one last time and like sees him like all grown mm-hmm. up kind of thing. I feel like she, you know how uh, people will like stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's she was waiting for him. Yeah. She knew he was going to come. Yeah. And he did. Um, and, you know, cue the angry music and he starts cutting the raiders down. Rage on. Say we're out. Time to kill. Yeah. And then Yoda is meditating. And he feels this. He's, he, but yeah. did you have your closed captioning on? I did. Did you see who was talking in his vision? Yeah. Well, I heard his voice because he, um, oh, um, Qui-Gon mm-hmm. was saying like Anakin, no. Anakin, no. Yes. And so like if you have your closed caption on, which I suggest for any Star Wars movie because there's a lot of things that I are also, said. I just always watch with thing, things with yeah. the captions on. You see Qui-Gon's voice saying Anakin, no. And so... Mace Windu comes in and he sits on a little puff pillow next to Yoda and Yoda's like pain, suffering, death. I feel. And he's like, Anakin Skywalker is in pain. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker is also causing pain. Let's talk about the music Mm, because they start mm, playing mm, Vader music. mm, mm. It's called the Imperial March. I know, but like, I like saying Vader music. I literally put Q Vader music. Fun fact. That's what, Marty and I walked into our wedding reception too. He was carrying me on his shoulder wearing a Vader mask. <laughs> For those of you who don't know. <laughs> oh, they were so cool. But yeah. So um, we cut back to, to Obi-Wan and he's trying to get a hold of Anakin on Naboo. Guess what? <laughs> he's not on Naboo. Yeah. No, he's not pleased. And so... Um, then he's like spotted by some like bug type thing. And he figures out that Anakin's tracking signal is coming from Tatooine. And now he's mad. Yeah, he's not. He's not a happy camper. He's mad. Um. He tries to contact them, but um, the transmission is like broken up. But I think, so I think that like when it first comes in, cause he tries contacting the council first, they're too far away. Mm-hmm. So he sends it to Anakin to say like, Hey, send I need you to send yeah. this to the council. And, but like really, if he's only a half a parsec away from like how, whatever. So he sends it there. And I think like maybe when it was first getting, cause I think he gets the full message. Mm-hmm. Um, Anakin does to send it off to the council. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, he gets in a little fight. Yeah. Um, but like, so when I was watching this movie and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm like I don't know if I remember if Anakin brings his mother's patty back. He and does. so like, I know. Mm-hmm. So he like comes in on this little speeder thing. Right. And it doesn't look like he's got anything with him. And I was like, I can't believe you would bring her body back. He does bring her body back. <laughs> bring my body back. Bring my body back. And we hear like his torment of trying yeah. to be like the fixer of things. Like yeah. he yeah, blames he's upset and he blames Obi-Wan. So like, here's my thing. So like, he's obviously hurting, right? Mm. Padme tries to talk to him and like, he also though blames himself for this. Yeah. Um, and, and I think at the very beginning, he's like, I, I should have gotten there sooner. And then he's trying to put the blame on everyone else for being like, if I had just, Gone when I f- 
felt things the first the time, first but time. I was being told to like take a step back and doing all of these things. Oh, and he said, Obi-Wan is holding me back. Yes. And then he's talking mm. about like power and he's like, cause she's, she, he's like, I'm powerful enough. And I, one day I'm going to be powerful enough. Like the most powerful most person, powerful baby. Jedi. And he's like, I, I'm going to be powerful enough to like, I don't know if he says like bring people back from life or like people, keep people from dying and she's like this is not things you should like that's not good conversations yeah. uh, really they're dangerous ideas you know and he mm-hmm. he's going to learn and then he truly he like is blaming Aunt Obi-Wan being like Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and really the Jedi because without them what he feels is holding him back yeah. he would have been able to get there in time and save his mom yeah um, and then I said, I think Padme asks him a dumb question because she's like, what's wrong? And it's like, honey, <laughs> his mother just died in need- his arms. And then he killed a bunch of raiders. The I, man is upset. I always, I always think of, um, Anna, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Blessings. So he says, <laughs> sneezes. Thank you. I killed them all. Or I killed them. I yeah. killed them all. They're dead. Every single one of them. And not just the men, but the women and the children too. They're like animals. And I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. And then more Imperial March plays. Yeah, it's not good thinking, my friend. Oh. Um, and Padme says something very good I, here. If, if, if it's what I think it is, I agree. She says to be angry is like to be human. Yes. And to feel these things. And he keeps trying to put his feelings away. And this is why he turns out like he does. Yeah. Feel your feels. Or you're going to be in some trouble. Yeah, you need to process things. Yeah. And and they hold like a, a funeral for Shmi. And it's really sad. And it hurts my heart. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like, though, that it seems that his, that Lars, I don't remember what Lars is. It's like, I think Clagg or something is his first name. Mm. Um. He seems to have really cared about her yeah, and like for loved sure. her, yeah. um, which I am grateful for, you mm-hmm. know, because she was a slave for however long. Yeah. Um, so it seemed at least, minus like probably the last month of her life, but she at least had some happy years with him. Yeah. Um, and he's really upset that she's gone. And yeah. obviously so is Anakin and he's hurting a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he was like talking to her grave, basically saying... As he's running sand through his hands, I, that wasn't lost on me. He's like telling her he wasn't strong enough and he promises her not to fail again. And he says, I miss you so much. And that's the little boy. Yeah. That left yeah. his mom on Tatooine. And it's yeah. just really sad. And um, then R2's there and he's got a message from Obi-Wan. They finally get the transmission. He's on Genosis. Newt Gunray is behind everything, of course. And then he whips out his lightsaber and he starts fighting. Right? So Anakin has new-ish orders. Protect the senator at all costs. This is your first priority. And, like, the way that Anakin's walking around after those, he, like, seems to, like, not be too concerned about Obi-Wan because he's mad. Yeah. And well, so Padme's and I, like, do you not care? Yeah. She seems like shocked because she's yeah. like, and, and almost like questioning like how he feels. And I think that triggers because he's like, he's like my father. Cause she's like, yeah, isn't he your friend? And he's like, he's like my father. And then he's thinking, well, I would go and do this for my mother. I'm like, why am I not 
why am I not more willing to do this for Obi-Wan? And then right. she's like, well, you're supposed to protect me and I'm going. Yeah. So she's like, you're just going to have to come along. And then you get like, you see it, like he has a smirk on his face, almost like he's thinking like, this is why I love her, you know, because she's willing well, to do these things. And I think that he was probably thinking that, you know, he had already gone to tattooing when he wasn't supposed to. Um, he knows that Obi-Wan's in trouble, but should he stay? So maybe he was really fighting with like doing what the Jedi council wanted him to do. Um, but Padme was like not having it because at the end of the day, the right thing would be to go and to help Obi-Wan. But here's my thing though, with what the, what the Jedi council teaches them is that you obey direct orders. Yeah. And you shouldn't have attachments. Like I've said from jump, he's attached to Obi-Wan. Like Obi-Wan was attached to Qui-Gon. You know what I mean? Like you have attachments through these things anyways. Mm -hmm. So like, yes, if it was me, I would have gone. I would have not obeyed that direct order. I think even Obi-Wan would have gone, even though he was more willing to listen to the council. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, they go R2 and, uh, C-3PO, they're along for the ride. I don't know if C-3PO would want to go, knowing what happens to him. He gets, he's all right in the end, but you know. Yeah. That that's, brings that's, us to the end of this part. What's going to happen? Who knows? But if you would like to send us an email for discussion episodes, you can find us at thepadawantransmissions at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at the Padawan Transmissions and on Twitter at TPT underscore 327. Sarah's on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's and Tiffany, me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. Grand Moff Tarkin has advice for us today. This bickering is pointless. Control the conversation. So this is from Be More Vader, assertive thinking from the dark side. Keep your colleagues on a tight leash in meetings by silencing anyone who is derailing the conversation with small talk or pettiness. Wasting time is wasting money, so show them you mean business. Some colleagues, whether at the office or on your Death Star, may fuss over protocol or fight over turf. Remind them that they are here to serve the Emperor. Assert your priorities with one swift stroke. How else will you deliver the Death Star on schedule and under budget? <laughs> I will um read you a joke. Yeah, we'll tell them. Oh, Tiffany bought me a, a Star Wars joke. Tiffany book. bought me a book. That's not a big deal. Um came from across the pond. How many Sith Lords does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. Always two, there are a master and an apprentice. Oh, Tiffany. <laughs> Oh, great one. Any hoosies. Yeah. We appreciate you listening. Yeah. Share, um, share out the podcast. Share out the episodes. Uh, tell your friends. Tag us. If you're listening yeah. to us, tag us on Facebook or not. We're not on Facebook. Nope. <laughs> and can you tag on Facebook? I'm old. I yeah. don't know these things. Yeah. You can, you tag. can tag us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah. We will like and share and all those things. Um. And we just, I'm excited. We're, we have one more episode on this movie. It went by quicker than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're watching Bad Batch, let me know how you feel about it. I've only seen the first episode, but yeah, we'll I enjoyed have, it. We'll have to talk about that coming up. Um, and I'm going to end uh, on a quote from Darth Vader. 
I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> <laughs>